0: Coming up on this edition of the Golf Digest podcast, we discuss Bryson DeChambeau's interesting handshake, a fun trip around Scotland, and overcoming the shanks. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. Well, why do they
1: even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there?
0: Because it's fun.
1: We're having fun.
0: What is this costume? Mine's off the rack.
2: I wish Tiger Woods was here to help me
0: with this. We'll do it live. Welcome back to the Golf Digest Podcast. I'm Alex Myers. Today I'm joined by Sam Wyman and Keeley Levins. And, you know, it's interesting. We've got a lot to talk about, especially about Bryson DeChambeau. And your trip to Scotland. Thanks, thanks my for coming to back today. Yeah, I, I am back. It, it I was away. It does seem like I was away for a long time. Yeah, it was kind of nice around here. It uh, was. Yeah. It was
2: nice and quiet. And good <laughs> energy in the office.
0: Yeah. Getting back in the subway today was a little a little unusual. It's far cry from the the fields, the open fields with sheep and cows roaming in, in scotland but um yeah no before we we got uh, still a lot to talk about obviously uh but before we do
1: yeah before we go on i did want to talk for a moment about golf digest schools our new cutting edge video instruction platform offering more than 250 classes on every part of the game and featuring the leading teachers in the game from butch Harmon to david ledbetter to michael breed but not Alex Myers. <laughs> now, to be clear, these are not quick tips that you can find on YouTube. These are full game improvement programs meant to be followed step by step as if you were working with a pro. It's like masterclass meets Netflix, but even better because there's the added promise of feedback. With Golf Digest Schools, you can send videos of your swing to a pro to be analyzed and consult with an equipment expert to make sure you're getting the most out of your clubs. It's like having the best minds in golf at your disposal wherever you're wherever you are on your phone, laptop, or TV screen. To sign up for Golf Digest Schools, go to golfdigest.com backslash allaccess and use the promo code SCHOOLS to get 30% off an annual subscription. Again, that's golfdigest.com backslash allaccess and use the promo code SCHOOLS.
0: All right. Good. That's uh, good stuff there. Check it out. Uh, All right. Let's start with Bryson DeChambeau. It's amazing. Uh, He did not win the European Tour event Uh, he was playing in over in Germany, but he... Was involved in two viral videos, one which was kind of endearing, and the other which drew a lot of criticism. Well, uh, we
1: we it's funny, we talk about Bryson having a lot of similarities to Phil, and the biggest right. one now is that they are content kings. Content kings, <laughs> yeah, content king.
0: Bryson D. Jimbo is a content king. He Bright, you know, he's he's more even than Phil. He's a lightning rod. I mean, there people wanna read about him, people want to trash him, people mostly Phil is beloved. Mm-hmm. bryson is still people are well, I think you, people don't know out. enough about him the things they know right, about right, him fig- are all these kind of kooky right exactly mm-hmm. so right. you're right he he always is good for a story um he's definitely drives traffic to our website he he's uh he's a guy that people want to read about get to know about that being said uh again these two things went viral and the first was this meltdown at the driving range during the open which we didn't really notice during i'm, the week yeah, ago. I'm so stunned that didn't red. go viral first off because I watched it about ten times in a row. I mean, it was amazing. It, it's amazing. I've never seen him. I mean, I, you know, we always turn to Keely as our resident tour uh, tournament player. Did you have you ever had any sort of an episode or seen anything like that on a range at a tournament?
2: I've never seen anything like yeah. that. that was like that's what you imagine or like you almost hope is mm-hmm. going on in right. their heads, you know, just to make these players human. But the fact that he just expressed it in in that just true despair. I, I've never seen anything like that. It was awesome. Yeah.
0: Sam, I like I mean, it. I mean, yeah.
1: I, again, it goes back to the whole idea that it gives you a greater appreciation for, and we always say that we envy these guys for the life they lead, but at the same time, it has to be so frustrating and so stressful. And here's a guy who you know, has had a pretty good year. Absolutely. Yeah. He has won a tournament, but obviously with that comes higher expectations and obviously was struggling, and you just see all of that. Yeah at play yeah in that you like, know like going and sort of putting his head against the right the wall it was just really good and it again. was really
2: humanizing it yeah. was it really like you said it it endeared me yeah. to bryson more than some of the other things that he's done speaking right. of humanizing right
0: yeah no he he it really was and what was so amazing and what you know the, the contrast was that he was leading this tournament. Just a few days later, after having this meltdown, right, which is you know just shows you the the fine line that these guys walk between success and but what we failure. didn't see is yeah. we
1: we never saw the actual shots he was hitting. That would be no. really fascinating to know. That couldn't have been good. <laughs> no, no, but, but like what this is, is like, something that I'm yeah. I'm fascinated by is like what's his definition of really bad? Because like right. it, I guarantee you that if I was watching him from behind on the range and seeing the shots
0: of, he was like looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you know, of course, right. Of course, and he's probably
1: missing by like a fraction yeah. of an inch. And it was enough to cause a full-fledged, you know, crisis. Yeah.
0: Well, whatever it was, the full-fledged crisis did finally hit him at the uh, back nine of the European uh, Porsche Open. Yeah. Um, he had the lead. He had three. It's an interesting course. There were three par fives in the last four holes. And he hit, th- I think, four balls in the water. He in hit while. some yeah. hooks. Hooks. <laughs> he blocked a couple. He went bogey, bogey, par triple to lose um, and then what everybody's talking about is the handshake if you want to call it that well, he did he did shake Richard McAvoy's hand there was contact there yeah. was I think but it was so brisk that it was pretty jarring to see I, Sam I know you have some opinions on this. well so I'm curious a, to hear a Sam tennis player you, you kind yeah. of yeah. I can cover this with so many angles yeah yeah <laughs>
1: Let me start with the first one, okay? My first feeling about this is that we we are constantly critical of the fact that the modern tour player is too nice and too content with um, almost good enough. Like, you hear mm-hmm. old-time, crusty right. players talking about how they don't have this killer instinct. That they're making they're, too much money. They're making too much money. They lack the sort of fire right. that these guys have. So if that is an, a legitimate concern, then isn't it kind of – uh, rewarding or validating when you see a guy gutted at the end of a tournament. So I get it. It was not the best sportsmanship. It was like I think on our private discussion yesterday, we said it was the absolute minimum he could do without being a complete jerk. Right. right, right. Um, and it was you know it was that. But but why fake it? You know if you're that disappointed and gutted at the in that moment, I kind of in a strange way I kind of respect it.
2: I knew you were gonna say that. There's a line between like having fire and being competitive and wanting to win, and then just treating your competitors with basic human decency and respect. You can have both. Bryson didn't have both. It was a little pathetic.
0: Well, yeah, I mean he, I, I agree a little more with Keeley. I mean he, <laughs> you know he made an embarrassment of himself with the triple bogey. He was obviously furious. He lipped out a short putt for double bogey. You gotta look the guy in the eye for yes. at least one I, second. He didn't do that. But, he, the replay—he yeah. sticks his hand out. He kind of slaps at it. His head's already turned. He yeah, storms off. Doesn't again, look at him at all. he finished bogey, bogey, par, triple. That's awful. You could storm off the course all you want, but just take one second. If he again, if he just looked him in the eye for one second, don't you don't have to flash a smile, nothing. Shake his hand, then storm off. Nobody would have said anything.
1: All right, but let me add another part of this, okay? Which is, as you know. I wrote a book about losing. Yes. went losing you can I've get it on amazon.com a few times. <laughs> <Amazon> <laughs> com. But anyway, so and one of the things that I say in the book is that look, there's, you know, losing well, I'm using air quotes here, losing well is not as much about that moment shaking the guy's hand looking at me Although that's part of it, you know, sportsmanship is a huge part of golf, it's a huge part of life and I'm a big believer, so I'm not discounting that. However, uh, the the real the real losing well to me is taking that experience and uh even if you have a brief moment of um fall from grace or whatever you want to call it you're able to recognize that it wasn't your best moment what can you learn from it and you know if you feel like you were not at your best apologizing for it right. and he did right. so he did i my point is is that a lot of this even if it was a staged apology that his manager made him do which i'm not saying it was but i'm just saying even if that was the case yeah. The fact that you're able to take stock of the situation and recognize that it was not your best and apologize for it does, in my mind, allows me to uh, forgive him for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but this is one of those things that's so obviously wrong. I know, but you shouldn't, totally have, you shouldn't need okay. to learn. But I go back this. to my original premise. He just playing... made an ass
1: of himself. He lost tournament. He's gutted by it. I'd rather see him in a in a moment. I'd rather see an honest moment like that than. This you know fake smile when he didn't have it in him.
2: He just I mean it only would have taken two extra seconds. To not just, even a like, second.
0: It just yeah. I don't
2: know I I see that and I just see immaturity. Yeah. It's just y- you yeah. gotta you gotta know that the moment <sighs> is bigger than you. It's not just about you. This yeah. guy's been playing on the European tour for like seventeen years. This is the right. best moment of his best life. moment of his life. Finally wins.
0: Yeah.
1: No. I okay. You're right. I mean I, I, again my. I, you The know whole who thing is I'm saying is he, I recognize this was not a great moment right, for him. Right, right. And I recognize that he yeah. could have been 100% better. Yeah. My point is is that um, I can appreciate the fact that he had a, a, a lapse. But
0: I agree. But you can show disgust and everything else, but just take the one second to shake the guy's hand. Know. Then show disgust. Or did. show d- disgust before that. That's fine. You're right. I want to see the emotions. That's why we all liked the video of him melting down mm, at the exactly. range. It was, it was pretty cool. But you know who was gutted to lose – Tiger Woods at the Open. You know what he did? He shook Molinari's hand, he patted him on the shoulder, he talked to him. Molinari, one of the first things he said in his winner's press conference was how great of a sport sportsman right. Tiger Woods but was. But
1: Tiger's had a lot of – first of all, he had a lot more time to process it because he you know, he had three or four holes where it was pretty apparent he wasn't going to win, at least two or three holes. And two, he's had 20-plus years of being in that situation.
0: I, I agree with the second point. I kind of disagree with the first point because technically a bogey birdie and he – and he ties him on the last hole. That's what I was going to say about Bryson. Once he went in the water off the tee on 18 or whatever, he was done. So the double bogey, the triple bogey, it didn't matter. He lost by six shots. Yeah. So that's what, it's not like he lost by one shot. He lost by six shots. You're right. On that 18th hole, he, standing on the tee, he had a chance. But once he hooked one in the water, he was done. So he had the next 15 minutes to kind of ponder this. And, uh, you know, again, he – Look, he apologized. I'm glad he apologized. He, and he did it pretty quickly. Good for him. I like Bryson DeChambeau. I liked, again, we all liked the video from the range. I think this was a, a mistake. I think he probably wouldn't have done this if he knew the guy a little better. He mm-hmm. probably didn't know this mm-hmm. guy at all, uh, being that he had just won on the European Challenge Tour the week before. But it just, it just looked bad. You just can't do something when you're a star like.
1: that. I guess the thing, the other thing we talked about yesterday was the fact that, you know, in golf. Obviously this was an aberration. In tennis, that is standing operated standard operating procedure. The kind of drive by handshake. Yeah. But not in it, the
0: final so of an event. Sometimes,
1: sometimes. I mean it's eh. but it's also in part because you're just getting out of the guy's way. It's not about you. Yeah. And you get out of his way. So fine. We had the camera happened to catch Deshimbo giving him a very cursory handshake that was, you know, insufficient. But at the same time, it's just him exiting stage left and letting the guy have his moment.
0: Yeah. Well, can you imagine if you did this at a rider Cup match? Woo. That would be
1: Again, I, I oh, again. am not advocating. Ian Poulter would not. Let but would that you say. rather it be his phony big ear to ear grin when he's? Complete? We're not asking. We're for not that. asking
0: for the grin. I think we, my just point shake is the if, hand. my point, Good my match, point is, is
1: that if 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 you're if every part of your being at that moment is just destroyed by what just happened, then I would rather see that than you try to put on a brave face. I don't know. I kind of I kind of appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Eh. I don't know.
1: Uh, and, and by the way, I'm talking out of every side of my mouth right now. The greatest <laughs> tradition in sports is the it's hockey is the hockey handshake oh line. Wow, he's got
0: his book, he's got tennis, he's got hockey. This all coming together. You are so. a little league coach, right? <laughs> What's the baseball?
1: Yeah, but but my point is is that there's there's that but there's that there's that, you know, one minute, two minute cooling off period where the other team is celebrating and then they they're allowed a chance to gather themselves and they shake hands. And I love it. I right. do love it. But even then you're seeing guys gutted, shaking hands and congratulating them, but they're allowed that brief moment to sort of collect themselves. He wasn't even given that. The putt was hold and that was it. And he just wanted to get out of there.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Good All right. stuff. Let us move on. Uh, actually Sam, while you you know, you brought up yourself a lot. Let's get you <laughs> let's get you more in the mix here. Yeah. Um, well, I came back from my trip, and I hear that you developed the case of the shanks and that you've enlisted some professional help. Yeah, I mean, but
1: by what? the way, and this is not unrelated because um, speaking of having a meltdown on the range like we talked about before, I was having a complete meltdown to the point where I was yelling at my kids because <laughs> I was because they were like I was at the range and they're they're both hitting balls next to me. And they're both hitting, you know, the ball pretty well into the screen, and I'm hitting these just hazel rockets, (laughs) caroming off the. the And you have video to prove it. I have video to prove it, which pretty stunning. Did
0: they?
2: they Oh my god!
1: And they're like, yeah. look at my swing. I'm like, I can't talk to you right now. (laughs) Just stop, because I was having a complete.
2: This is why he sided with Bryson. So I did No,
1: so I think it is related, though, which is that in an authentic moment, you are so preoccupied by your own. Your own disaster. That's hard to think about anything else. And I will say the shanks are real. I have been playing. Well, um, I still am. It's still out there. You know, if it was like (laughs) it's
2: like sneaky shanks now.
1: Well, it's like yeah. There's still it's. I could easily. I I played around the other day and I had a a nine hole stretch where two holes I couldn't finish the hole. The the other seven holes were pretty good by my standards. Were played pretty well, but then I hit a couple chips where I could not. That's terrifying. So, and I don't want to breathe life into something, but I guess Scratch TV, to their credit, had, uh, it was Shank weeks. So it's week. not like our thing. So people are yeah. talking it's about beautiful. it.
0: Subconsciously, it's sunk into your head. Oh, Well, no, because I had the Shanks first. Well, they've done Shank you Week had the Shanks before. First. But
1: then, and then all the knuckleheads around the office are right. saying, DeLago and Hallie yeah. are all sending me videos, videos from Scratch TV, nice. right. like thinking it's funny. I'm not it's at all out of to laugh about yeah. it. Right. The
0: Shanks are funny for about a minute. And then once you realize you really have them, it's not funny. I and, saw someone, the it, entire golf trip got ruined. He, he got the shanks on the first day, mm-hmm. and he, he had him the rest of the week. I mean, it was, it was awful to watch. Like, I, I felt bad for the guy.
1: It, I mean, it's, it's extremely helpful. There's no yeah. there's no comparable, I don't know if there's a comparable experience in sports. I mean, they talk about, like, you know, the Mackie Sasser or Chuck Knobloch who can't throw the ball back. But even then, that's, like, you know, one-fifth of the their – experience playing a sport
0: can't Whereas, right
2: get, yeah can't you get the yips like with free throws or something yeah but is again yeah you
0: but again just it's just, just one part like this one. is like he can't do anything you can't, if you can. yeah, yeah you just like like yeah. love putting because this was the, happening on full shots on chip shots everything, everything. everything. Oh, Every
2: shot. the entire game
1: tea to green yeah. baby it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <that was> unbelievable <laughs> boy it's <laughs> unbelievable
0: putts shanking putts no, no but like okay. even
1: then you're like is it possible to shank? but you're having the thoughts you should be having at that point well
0: it's interesting because the way you described it with kind of you know people people Wonder how it happens, and for you, it was really it wasn't. A lot of times, people say, "Well, you come over so far over the top that you hit the hosel." But this is, you had the club face so open you weren't. Yeah, finishing I was. By
1: the way, I should mention that it started because I was playing on a. I was hitting off a mat at a simulator place. I was hitting it oh. on a simulator. And I started like I like the you know first four or five holes I was playing on the simulator I was hitting the ball fine and then I started to hit one then it, suddenly I was like I hit another one and then I couldn't I couldn't get out.
0: So the simulator simulates shanks. I mean, oh, it, it shows oh, it oh, yeah, literally. No, it yeah. And like, shows it, yeah. and then
1: I don't know if you, modern simulators are pretty amazing. So you would literally, I was playing uh, Pacific Dunes, yeah. Yeah. You air quotes on the simulator, and I was literally going further, further Oof. into the gorse, <laughs> and like wow. to the point where the screen in front of me, all you're seeing is like heavy bushes, like there's oh, no, God. and I kept on further and further into it i couldn't get out of it and it would like and then again the simulator was like causing a little of a a scene in the simulator place because i'm hitting it off of like the side mat that's not really supposed to be part of the (sighs) experience
2: oh my god so
1: you're like putting people
0: in danger yeah it was it was yeah
1: Yeah. yeah, they almost yeah
0: Yeah. the only time i've used a monitor is at when I'm getting fitted for clubs, and I feel like they have it set on some setting where you can't hit a bad shot. Cause well, you, you, know. can, you can. But but you, I guess you could feel a shank. I mean.
1: Oh, I mean, I have video of that too. Yeah. The ball literally. I mean, if a ball is going to a 60 degree to your right angle, you know it. Something's right. wrong.
0: So what? Um. What What was the solution here? How, well, who, so who helped you?
1: By the way, we I mentioned the golf Digest Schools thing before because uh, I did enlist a Golf Digest teacher who I will not. Uh, I won't embarrass him, but he was very helpful. What, uh, how would that okay, be embarrassing? Uh, Brian Menzella yeah. uh, was a golf-digest teacher based in New Orleans. Uh, literally, a video was sent to him. He said it he, he literally got back to me in like five minutes um, with a, uh, a video of him explaining what I was doing wrong. And not to bore everyone. I've already bored everyone anyway. But, nope. but uh, <laughs> like, I was coming in with the club face open, like, you know, basically to the point where I was just kind of – and then I was kind of sliding my hips. sort of oh. in a, And then as a result, the ball was just – carrying off right. The right so very good solution and like i said i, I feel like i'm 85 to 90 percent out of the darkness so
2: my tip helped too right what was your tip again <laughs> try to hit the hosel?
1: no that helped on chips but then i i had checked a couple of those
2: too. oh <laughs> my god this tip is perfect <coughs> it was it, it was for great. everyone right. in the world and, and then the other part really
1: of it did. was i used that in the office were you there the other day i was in yeah, the office and right. then i sh- i literally was hitting real balls
2: sh- real balls, real balls real and balls. then
1: i chipped one over one of the cubicle walls, and I almost hit Baruti. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, so. Oh. Yeah,
0: he hit it two no. pure. No. Oh, this is too pure. Yeah. Well, no, but that makes sense with the, the coming down with the club open, because I do it on bunker shots all the time, because mm-hmm. you just don't, like, finish right. this the swing.
2: The you guys
1: swing. are terrifying me right now. I know, this is the worst possible discussion you can have.
0: <laughs> yeah, but full swing shank, like, yeah. I don't know, that's, <sighs> it's been a while. It, uh,
1: it does keep make you, like, it's like, you know, Remember to appreciate every yeah you know every day of good health. It's like appreciate every day of good yeah. golf swings because when when they come, it's like you feel so helpless. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, you know, I I, I want to talk about myself now if that's yes. okay, Sam. Yes, um, I went on a trip to Scotland. It was pretty awesome. I got to see the end of the Open, and we stayed for three days after and. Um, we played some golf, and I know you've played over there. Yes, but I never
1: played any of the courses. You, you played Carnoustie, Cruden Bay, yeah. and Trump.
0: So right, so Carnoustie, uh, the the appeal was playing, you know, less than twenty four hours after the final round of the Open. We played the same pins; those pins were really tough, by yes. the way. Um, it, you know, the course was the course was great, but then yeah, you mentioned we played Trump International. Uh, we played Cruden Bay. And those two courses were spectacular. Right. I must you said
1: Chronicy was your third of the three.
0: Yeah. In terms of you know, it depends on what you're what you're looking for. I I mean to me I'm I'm looking more visually mm-hmm. and, and obviously it just it does yeah, doesn't not- pop like these other ones. Again, it was also completely brown, which right. which, you know, to the uh, to your eye when you're not used to that, that looks a little yeah. interesting. I mean I would I was totally cool with that, but I don't know, there just weren't as many holes that really st- Stood out. I mean, of course, it was it was awesome playing the holes that you know you just seen. Yeah. By the way, talk us through
1: eighteen. I want to know like visually how difficult that
0: eighteen is brutal. I mean, you you basically you just listen to the caddy and he says how far you can hit it and you just hit it because when you look out there you can't see any of the danger. It's nuts. I still don't
1: see what like I was watching that for four days last week and I still don't know what the line is off the. Yeah, because the
0: burn starts on the left then it cuts across, then it snakes up the right, then it cuts again across right. the middle. There's all
1: this shit right and it, left, it's, too.
0: It's nuts. I mean, you. the problem, for, for me, it actually wasn't as dangerous because I can't hit it that far. For the pros, that's where it's right. tough. Um, but I, although I did, I pushed my, I hit mine okay, I pushed it to the right, and I ended up about a yard away from the burn on the right. So I got lucky. Then from there, I had like a 230 carry, I played from the tip that hole, so I had, it's a 500-yard hole. So I had, yeah, I probably had 250 in, and so it's a two something to carry the burn. So I lay up, so I lay up into the rough. Then I actually hit, which that wasn't a good shot. So I had, then I have a gap wedge in. I actually hit a what I thought was a great shot. Landed in the middle of the green, and it rolled for about 30 yards over oh. the green. So I ended up doubling it, although that's better than Sean John would have so, the job yeah. done. Yeah, and I kept it dry. That was that was the key. Although I almost didn't off the tee. But yeah, from the tee you really don't see anything. You just kind of know there's a lot of stuff that's lurking bizarre. out there, and um, it is such a long hole. And I know it was playing downwind for us too. I still just don't get how Tiger Molinari these guys had like flip well, wedges. Well, it was down. In. It was totally downwind. Totally downwind. And right. It's dry. Although a guy I played with from TaylorMade. Uh, he hit a 360-yard drive. So he had like 140 in.
1: Wow. And he had a terrible second but, shot. But
0: yeah, So so I, I, I could see how, you know, a Tiger or whatever would pump it. But these guys were hitting 400-yard drives.
1: So you've played golf over there a little bit. But yeah. in your mind, for people who haven't played golf in Scotland or in Ireland for that matter, what do you feel like is the biggest difference between golf over there in terms of, like, the hardest thing to adjust to and, like, the your favorite thing to adjust to?
0: The hardest thing – to adjust to the firm conditions for sure, because right off the bat, like we went, we went across the street to the Panmore, where, uh-huh. which is where Hogan warmed up. So we warmed up like Hogan, and we we're hitting. You know, you're basically it's what we would call hard pan right. over here. And you're after hitting like a small bucket of balls. I mean, your hands are kind of like right. shaking a little. Almost. I mean, you, the impact is is intense. Yeah. You have to make yourself
2: go down. Go after down
0: after it. it. Yeah clip it when you clip it nice it it feels great and you see the ball rolling you're like wow i can hit a six iron 200 something yards it's amazing but it's definitely different also the walking you know we were lucky we had caddies all around but the walking felt so much more strenuous than walking over here why even though it's kind of the ground ground is is so so hard hard. you're just it's it's like walking around on pavement all day so by the end of the day you were like Man, huh. uh, That's it, your joints were like, were beating up. Old but man Myers. I, and I am old. It's true. <laughs> um, I'd say that. And, and obviously, you know, the wind, there's wind all the time. We, we were lucky. It was pretty mild all the days. But still, when you're into the wind, you, you feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you're downwind, it's almost tougher because you can't stop the ball. You know, you try to, you have to land it short mm-hmm. of where you're, of where you're going. Which, which again, that's how these courses are designed. You usually can land it short, but it's tough in your head when you have a yardage to right. like not try right. to hit no, the yard. That's yeah. right. Uh, which is what I did on 18 ag- again at at, at uh, Carnoustie. But I think the easiest thing to get used to, and it, we were lucky we didn't have any rain. But from having been over there, when it does rain over there, for some reason, you kind of just embrace it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Right. Um, and even the caddies were were kind of complaining about how. The, dry, they have right they, how dry it's been. How they they like the rain. They huh. like walking in the rain. <laughs> this was like one day it was like you know seventy five. This was hot for them. Yeah. They yeah. they wanted the rain to like cool off and to kind of, you know. Have the, you
1: played over there? No, never. Yeah, it's never so different though. And yeah. and around
0: the greens, so many of the shots you're just used to. You know, I just take a sixty degree and like go. I try to flop it over everything. You you really can't do no it around it. It's way too tight. Uh, it's way too tight of lies. Um, although. You know, I went over to the spot where Tiger tried the flop shot. And, of course, you know, he had a little grass there. Right. But the angle and everything, man, that was a that was a daunting shot. Um, and even if Andy pulled it off, I don't know if he could have kept it near that hole because the greens are just so firm.
1: Right. I've, it's such a cliche, but I do believe it's true when they talk about Lynx golf, which is, you know, shots that you normally uh, wouldn't think are that great. You right. learn to appreciate more. Yeah. You know, like it, the kind of um, – it's a, you're creating on a different scale right the golf over there which i f- find that when you get in right. the groove over there you start to enjoy like when yeah. you hit to just hitting a drive yeah. to the right side uh and bringing it over that's can be really rewarding
0: yeah and when you do hit one down the middle and you're downwind and you hit the fairway and you see it bounce and start right. bounding it my, my favorite shot of the whole trip was i was on the the ninth hole at Carnoustie and i was in the right rough and the caddy was like i was 200 10 yards away and he was like just hit what you feel comfortable hitting out of the rough here punch it low i punched a low shot with a six iron which would you know i'd usually hit six iron like 165 or something it landed and then rolled for 80 yards to pin high it was unbelievable That's and i was amazing. like that is so i hit a six iron 215 yards and i all i did was hit like a little punch yeah. shot so you can hit shots like that that are awesome but then That's you know cool. you hit these other ones that balloon up into the wind right, and so deflating um but it's totally different. I, I I I hope that if I played it more I'd get used to it, but I, I just feel like I can't score I'm just not used to it. It's a to- one of the caddies even said he's like, it's a different sport than when mm-hmm. you play a park for him even right. when he goes and plays against a club that's a Parkland course. He he was a caddy at Cruden Bay, he's a member of Cruden Bay. He said it's just so different the links versus the Parkland style. Um and it's it's true. It's just it it it's tough to get used to.
1: Would you like this is sort of related to what we talked about last week, but would you prefer that there be more than one Lynx course on the tour schedule? I mean obviously some for European yeah. players, think like they can play Dunhill in the fall and things like that, but would you like to see it where they're playing?
0: Yeah, I would. I think it'd be I think yeah. it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I, I don't know where exactly they would do it. I mean, they they did it. A little bit in Shinnecock this mm-hmm. year, being I mean that's But that's as linksy as it gets over here. I know it's still right. not. It's not pure, technically a link. Pure, right. but yeah, but it it was it tested a lot of different shots for sure, especially guys. around I mean, the greens. Right. more than anything. Right,
1: but it's really mostly about how firm the, the ground is because you're still hitting. Yeah. you know, like you're hitting a ball off the tee. You're hitting a. It's a that's an American fairway pretty much.
0: Right, and that's why you know you saw that that first day even at the Open. Where guys were still like puzzled how to play it right. because they didn't know how far these balls would run out, and that's why, you know, if you played it really conservatively, you were so far back. But if you, because if you took on anything, you never knew how how long the ball is going to. I mean, to me, I always think that's a little more luck than anything, and so I, I'm not as big a fan. But mm-hmm. but to watch these guys kind of have to figure that out is pretty cool. You know, I do think they could, like you said, they play it more on the European Tour, of course, and you see guys like Patrick Reed and. Uh, you know go over to Europe and play more of these events and um, you know obviously the Scottish Open the week before was the same sure. thing a lot of those guys played it, and it was completely burnt out and everything but um, yeah it would be interesting to see it more it'd be interesting to see more match play it'd be interesting to see more links play it, it, we do kind of I think you know we always complain that the season just goes round and round there are no breaks but we probably wouldn't complain that much if there was a little more variance sure. to some of the events. That so, would
2: naturally break up the season. We yeah. should
1: probably talk about the – there's one more open on the schedule for this week, which is the Women's Open. Yeah. At Royal Lytham.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And Keely, obviously, uh, Area Jatanagarn coming off the win at the Scottish Open. Does that make her kind of the big – favorite? is she, she the one who's adjusted best over there?
2: I guess. I mean, it was big for her just because she's she's been pretty open about Lynx golf not being her strong suit. Um, so this was her first you know hmm. big Lynx golf victory. Um, it's a it's such a difficult tour right now. it's it's really interesting because it feels like anyone could win at any time. like they've had 21 events and they've had 18 different winners. Um, but then it also kind of feels like, it's impossible for anyone to be able to actually break out and Mm -hmm. be dominant in any sort of true way, except for maybe Aria, because this was her third win. Um, And that's, I mean, she won the US Open. She has won the British Open before. That was at a Parkland course. Um, But I mean, I think that she's, her game is obviously so much about like power, but her putting has come a long way. And more importantly, like her mental game. So I think she's in like a really good place right now. I personally would love to see another dominant player on the LPGA. I think it
1: ends up being, ultimately ends up being good for uh, the tours because people can certainly attach themselves to that player.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you it, you know, you hate to say it, but when it's when it's a different winner almost every week, they you just kind of, it gets lost in the shuffle. I mm-hmm. mean, there's no consistency mm-hmm. where people are like, oh yeah, she's, She's the one who keeps winning, you know. Yeah. I, I think it does help bring you back.
2: And it's been a while since, you know, like Annika and then Lorena, and then yeah. it looked like it was going to be Lydia, yeah, and then that kind of fell right. apart. So I think,
0: yeah, I think Lydia, I mean, she racked up a bunch of wins in a few yeah. years, uh, but yeah, obviously, and not. she's
2: won once this year, too. It's not like she's gone, right? Right.
1: <laughs> and what is your take on the whole Lexi Thompson situation?
2: I, I mean, I don't have any details on that. Um, I I just, you know, I hope she's doing okay. And I hope that she is able to come back in a week and a half. Um, She's defending in Indiana and from her Instagram post, she said that's when she'll come back. So hopefully, you know, it's good. It was good that I liked that she said that because at first it sounded like this was so serious, but then when she said like, I'll be back in two weeks, it's like, Oh, okay. Like maybe, maybe it's not super serious. Hopefully she'll be all right.
0: Yeah. I mean, who, who knows? And, and it, You know, it's a big trip to go over there and everything else, and maybe she's not a big Link-style player anyway. I mean, I I don't know. Who knows what she's thinking. But to skip a major is a big deal. But she's been
2: through a lot. I mean, it's been a long year and a half for her. She's been through so much even just on the golf course itself. But Mm -hmm. then if you bring in all the things that she's been going through in her personal life too, like – how could you not feel just completely mentally just burnt out at yeah. this point?
1: I give her credit for at least admitting that. You yeah. know, I think she does just really try to power through it. and She's saying, listen, I need to press pause here and right. deal. And if that's what you needed to do, I think you have to do it.
2: And I was impressed that she was honest about it being just like, I need a mental recovery mm-hmm. time. She could have easily, like she's had some wrist issues in the past. She could have just said, oh, my wrist flared totally. up. Totally, yeah. I've got to take a week, off, two weeks off. But she was totally open, yeah. and I think that's healthy. Yeah. I think you know people do need to hear the truth about that kind of stuff. So that's,
1: yeah. that's a really good point.
0: Uh, just while we're talking about opens, just the senior open, Miguel Angel Jimenez, with the uh, the what <laughs> <one>, a legend, <laughs> <laughs> the smoking the cigars right in the you know poster and interview the 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 glasses the sunglasses under the hat. Yeah,
1: it's a new move. That's going to that take is, off. That Watch is going to yes. take off. Yeah,
0: I mean that is incredible. And then of course, uh, and he beat Bernhard Langer. Right. I mean, who? That's right. that's tough to do. And then of course the Canadian Open, Dustin Johnson, 19th win now. Um, right.
1: But you've been a big, um, I don't know, if proponent's the right word, but a guy who said it's kind of glaring. They only has one major, and this sort of reinforces that in some ways. He's so dominant. It is,
0: and I go I, I go back and forth on this too because it is it's glaring. He should have more. But then I that also makes me think that we overweight the majors because I feel like he's gotten unlucky in a few. You know if Completely. that makes sense. So,
2: yeah. I mean, the is the perfect foil. Exactly,
0: exactly. The two out of the three yeah. being majors, right? So, you know, you you just it, with the majors, you just only have so few opportunities, and it's such a small sample size that if like one or two go against you, yeah. all of a sudden. It looks well, really bad. It
1: looks really bad. I mean, he missed the cut at Carnoustie, so that yeah. looks really bad. But you know, he you know was obviously in the mix at Shinnecock. Yep. He's usually in the mix to some extent. So if that's if that's where your failures are, that's I don't know is tolerable to an extent if you're if you're dominating on tour because right. it yeah. is a little bit of a crapshoot and you can just be a little bit off. It's when there are guys and there have been a few guys who've had really proficient records. Week in and week out, and they're total no-shows. Yeah, they don't major. even show. Up. Right. Yeah, that's where it gets right. to be ugly. But that's not right. the case. No, with no that's the definitely
0: not the case. All right, before we end, obviously we need to talk about the WGC Bridgestone Invitational. Swan song coming up. It is the Swan Song, as you said, the last one being held at Firestone. Although Firestone will get a, a senior major at least for the next few years, but uh, you know this has been. One of the big non-majors for, sure. uh, for the last couple decades, and obviously Tiger Woods' success there has helped propel it to another uh, status. So um, I don't know. What are you guys gonna miss this course or, or miss this event? I'm gonna uh,
1: miss the build-up. The way it's you know the build-up to the PGA, it feels like yeah. it's always two solid weeks. And I know we'll have that. To, to to I guess we know. What will we have? What will be the pre-tournament to – pga next year i gotta look at the schedule but i've always liked that like it's sort of a really nice segue from bridgestone which is a really great field to the pga so i'll miss that will i miss firestone to be perfectly honest it doesn't do a whole lot for me it's kind of i think architectural geeks which i am not i'm a geek i'm just not an architectural geek uh will say that it sort of lacks imagination and um so i think there are some more interesting courses that will take its place but uh You know, great tournament, great field, and uh, I am looking forward to seeing a certain was he eight-time winner of this eight-time winner um, play
0: this week. Eight-time winner, once by eleven shots, another time by eight shots, another time in the what six or seven-hole playoff with Jim Furyk, which is amazing, and he won it just about every. He won it in the dark one year. He, He, you know, he's won it every which way, and Healy. The consolation prize for Tiger's T6, it ended up being, at the Open, was he jumped to number 50 in the world ranking. On the number. On the number by fractions of a point to get into this event. So part of me is thinking it's kind of meant to be that oh, yeah. maybe he does win no, this.
2: he's a lock.
0: Yeah. I wow. think he's a lock? lock. Wow, Absolute lock. lock. Yes, I love it. It is
2: all lining up. <laughs> like, when when it came out that he was yeah. on the number 50th, he was in the field, I was like, that's it. It's that's done. It. Yeah. He's winning. Yeah, it's, well, and it's the last time he's ever been played here. Yeah, I know. Like, come on, everything—he's gonna win finally.
0: I hope so. I know my from my bet with with Brian Wacker if he's gonna win a tournament this year. This was a big swing. Yeah, this is Even a Wacker run. acknowledged he was like, you know, if he ever got into Firestone, I might be worried. But he's not getting into Firestone. I was like, oh. <laughs> and now that he got in, uh, you know, I just saw the, the odds. I think he's fourteen to one. I think only Dustin is is uh, ahead of him with better odds, and you know. I think that's deserve it. I mean, the guy was right there to win the open. He was leading the lead on the back well nine. Open. Again, we go to a course here that w- you wouldn't think this course would set up so well for him. Being it's so tree lined and everything, but um, for whatever reason, sight yeah. lines or, or whatever, he would you know fits it, it his, fits eye, his it's eye. It's all out in front of him. Um, it really is. <laughs> uh, he's won eight times, so obviously it, it's one of the courses. R- you know, he that ties the record. Um, he, I think he's done it in three different places, right? Bay Hill, Torrey, and here he's won eight times at three different places, and that's the record. I think Snead won eight times in the Greensboro event, right? So he could break that record as well this week. Uh, again, you mentioned this will be his last chance to do that. Until he's a senior, maybe he'll be playing there as a senior. But um, yeah, I don't know, Sam. I, what do you do you like him this week? Or I
1: mean, I like him to the extent that I think it would be great if he wins. I feel yeah. like I'd be really boring if I picked him because I know you guys are right, you're, um, obviously. That's worse. Smart. Um, so I won't pick him <laughs> just to be contrary. But I like it. I, interesting. You mentioned the fact that for a guy who you know hasn't necessarily driven it great in the right. last few years has such a dominant record. But I, I did want to see when was the last time he won? 2013.
0: This was his last win. Oh, he
1: won in 2013. Okay, so that's he shot sort of a
0: 61. Everybody in the second forgets round. about
2: 2013. He yeah. won five 20, times. Right.
0: Everybody gets it. He, he won five like times, which like Dustin Johnson never won five times right. in a year. Yeah. yeah. Probably never will. And Tiger did not Yeah. It. No. And that was like I, I a I crappy won. year I was just for him. Like, no. He didn't win a major that year, although. But but yeah. Um, no, thirteen. He shot okay. 61 in the second round, and um, he he won by a few shots, and that that. This is his last win, number 79. So He's not my pick, though. He's not your pick. Who's your All pick? Who you
1: got? I'm going to go with your boy, Kevin Na. I don't know Ooh. why I'm calling him your boy, but I know you had a good interview. I, I love so Kevin yeah, Na. So you know, big Na guy. I'm going to just because I feel like it's the type of uh, setup that would reward a player like him. Okay. And, you know, playing well enough and probably the type of guy who can contend for PGA, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like
2: that. I think that. so,
0: too. Uh, uh, I you, think you've already picked besides Tiger? Tiger? Um
2: Tiger, I feel like Justin Thomas would be a good pick this week. He, it's been a while since he's won. He's, he's quote just like,
0: slumping end quote right now. I, I know. Mean, but that's I mean, nothing bad, can't but
2: see a full like two thirds of the season slump out yeah. of him.
0: Yeah, and I actually saw he's actually thirty to one odds, which is crazy high. I mean, I, yeah. I would definitely plunk something down on that. Um, Who you you got? know. I mean, I'm picking Tiger Woods. <laughs> yes. I mean, what, what what's not to like here I with can't Tiger? You're
2: not going out you, you, to be there for your guy. Yeah, I know. He needs the, you in the
0: swan song. You know, it's so funny though because with what happened at the Open, I, I really was legitimately. I mean, playing three glorious courses in Scotland in the next few days, which again, I, if I didn't say it before, Trump International and Cruden Bay are spectacular golf courses. That helped ease the pain, but. Tiger leading the open on the back nine and not winning. I mean, again, part of me thinks, okay, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And then part of me thinks this is that it, might like, have been it. In the that backs, might have through. been no, the not, chance. That's not no, it. Right. But he could get hurt at any minute. And no, we'd say, can, wow, he could have had that like one last You can win moment. the
2: open. He's got another decade of being I able to win so. the open. I hope so. Remember Watson? Come on. Yeah, Tom yeah.
0: Watson did win when, almost when he was 59. So yeah, Tiger got 17 years. 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. All right, I guess. But no, and I, the good I,
1: news is Tiger hasn't, hasn't had any major injuries in his career, so he's
0: going to be really. Oh impressed. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can bank on him playing, yeah. you know, a full schedule every year. You no, know, you know, no matter what. Um. Anyway, no, I, I'm going to go with Tiger Woods. I know, not not exactly an original pick here, but I do think he he's deserving of being that second favorite. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys, for joining me. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done so already. And please check back next week to see who our guest is.